You're, you're not even in Europe. I don't understand what this talk about Europe is. It's Thursday night. We're ready to do a, a nice podcast. Hate you. Hate you. <laughs> what, two weeks before you. Christmas Eve. I hate you on the south coast. You ready? Yeah. The champion is ready. Mr. Thursday night's ready. Roll the lights. It's dynamite. You smell like a kettle. You sit on a throne of lies. How do you live with yourself? If you want to just open on me, going, I hate you. To me, <laughs> constantly. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello, everyone. This is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hey, Hello, and welcome to this Brucey bonus episode of Broken but Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined by Blade Runner Flash, Nick Davy. It's nice to see you to see you. And the Hollywood Blonde. That's Rivera. Oh, I got a new nickname. What's going on? You dyed your hair blonde today. I did. I did dye my hair blonde today. That's mad. Oh, I can't did... say how did you know, but I remember telling you now. Did, didn't he do well? That's why we're starting an hour later. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right. Don't call me out like this in public. Hold on, you just told everyone to dye my hair. No, it's all natural, guys. It's all natural unless you go far enough back on Instagram and then... I was going to say, that it's like where you always put old pictures of you in black and white these days. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so how are you both doing this evening? I'm very well, yes. Um, it's, as I say, I'm trying to get as many Bruce Forsyth catchphrases as we can. As it's Not every day we do a, Br- a Brucey bonus edition of this mm-hmm. podcast. I'm still trying to recover from, uh, from Tuesday night. Not going very well. Oh, the, podcast, the podcast wasn't that bad on Tuesday night. No, 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 the podcast was great, mate. It's just, <laughs> just what happened afterwards. Oh, um, uh, oh, could you remind me? No, no, I can't. I can't remind you at all. Oh, My therapist said happened. not to. Yeah, I know what happened, actually. You need to do an extra ten minutes. That's all we needed. So <laughs> we'll get to free all. <laughs> I thought that, I, I literally, when it got to free two, I was like, well, it's, they're definitely going to get a third. It's just, it's United all over getting a third, but... Yeah. I thought we were going to get it. You know, when he slid in and he, he touched that ball, he touched it, and I thought, that's in. It's an own goal. Yeah. I thought it was going to go between his legs. Oh. I jumped I jumped up. I thought it was in. Well, at least we won't need early starts on Tuesdays anymore. So. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the, the main thing. <laughs> so a bit of local news. Vessel Island have announced they have a show in February. Yay! Hooray! <laughs> so you're going to come... You're going to come. Yes? No? You're going to come? You're going to come? Hey, or Nick? Both of you, together. I'm, de- I'm definitely coming. Well, if, um, if restrictions are lifted and I'm allowed to travel up that far of the country, um, then I say we make it happen. Oh! Here we go. Can, can Nick be your manager on the way in the battle in the Royal Rumble? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an advocate. He's not my advocate. <laughs> I'd like to say this now on this podcast. This man does not speak for me. <laughs> I might do commentary on um, uh, at Wrestle Island. I'll have to uh, 
Yeah, so if I can be a special guest commentator, I'd be like when Chris Jericho comes, then when you come out, I go, <laughs> oh no, I hate these guys. They had post commentary on the last show when he recorded it after the show, but up till then they had live commentary. They did, didn't they? Yeah. I'll send my CV in. <laughs> yeah, I've decided they've announced the Battle of the Sexist Equal Opportunity Island Rumble. So I'm guessing means 15 of each. I'd boys, imagine Boys, so. 15 girls. That could be fun. They had well, seven I... girls last year. This year, even. The last show. <laughs> so it's, getting, it's creeping up. So I'm well, I know to win it all anyway. So man, woman, I, I don't care. I'm going I'm to win. They'll have to have like a five-way championship match because they've already got like four number one contenders at the moment. So. Because <laughs> Alexis Falcon from 2018 still hasn't cashed in in the book and said the because she's been ill or injured. Um, and then if just we... wait till I win the prospect tournament and then win the uh, prospect title, and then I'm like, well, what's left for me to do? I've got this trophy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I beat everyone. Make... Ooh. I'm, I'm ready to beat everyone. Nobody's ready. Sounds like you're about to shoot an Oscar promo. <laughs> Nobody's ready for Rivera. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is the one and only chocolate Thunder Willie Mac, and you're listening to Broke but Glorious. Hey, yeah. Right, so on this Brucey bonus episode, we're all discussing what we want from Sting in AEW and the partnership between AEW and Impact Wrestling, what we think is going on there. So should we start with Omega's appearance of Impact Wrestling. I thought it was great. Even yeah. though I said on the last episode that I'd be disappointed if it was just backstage. It wasn't it backstage. Was backstage. It, was on the, it was on the Lex Express. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it with the way it was done. Um, I think uh, what I, I think I said to you, about both of you off air in the chat, is I, I really liked the fact that they didn't like, because I think there was a lot of like, I was listening to various podcasts and people kind of have all these ideas of what to do and including me i think we're all getting a bit uh, maybe a bit over over the top of excitement of or oh, maybe a moxie color maybe there could be a wild brawl and everything and i think that time will come when all yep. these major moments happen they didn't mean to do it uh go go so crazy on the first sort of event happened it was a big enough moment him aw bell being on impact which i think they kind of got into on that on the promo uh sort of thing um i know obviously a lot of it impacts pre-recorded as we mentioned on Tuesday, so it was kind of obvious how they were sort of doing it um, with the commentary and everything with Josh. But um, but yeah, I thought it was done brilliantly, and um, and I did love the fact that it was the closing segment to the show. How and I think again, it just obviously it's what Impact do need AEW. Well, the fact that he only says for self this first Impact episode I've ever watched did it quite did quite quietly enjoyed the show as well. Um, I was say, what was your first like, Impact experience like? Well, obviously, I'm going to give them the benefit of a doubt. It's not difficult, obviously, having a show without any audience in. That's that's a given. Um, I think they one of the companies are actually the way they've done their no fans has been really good because they've just changed the way they film, so you don't notice there's no fans as much, and they've changed the lighting. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I did notice that. I, I, I didn't feel much of like an. Imp- I didn't feel much of a. <laughs> did you know I said there? Much of an impact. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't feel that it was much. Uh, I didn't really notice it. To be fair, mm. um, I thought it was. I thought it was great though. Um, as I say, a really nice. Just a nice episode of wrestling to watch. It was. A, um, it was. A, it's a. It was a good example of what you expect from an impact show. 
I thought. Yeah. Yeah. If it's kind of it's a, if you like WWE, you'll probably you'll see people you know from WWE who've been released. But if then if you're into Indies, you'll see people who will be in in NXT or w, AEW soon. So people kind of just pass through, which I think could be the reason why people can't invest as much as they can because people just don't stay there for very long. So the likes like Moose, who's seems to decided that's his home, and Sammy Callahan. But a lot of people do just kind of be there for six months and then go. It's a bit like Cody. He turned up for six months, didn't he? And then he um, he moved on and went to New Japan and ROH mm-hmm. and then made AEW himself. So if, it, if they're recording like six, seven, uh, eight weeks at a time, it must be easy. Not that easy. You don't have to be like a week's worth of take, be there for a week and then you've got six weeks off. Well, like, then you can go do indie stuff. Well, there's no indie stuff to do at the moment, so it's quite an easy schedule, isn't it? You just go <laughs> turn up for a week and then go home again. Mm. Exactly, yeah. Um, Are absolutely. they still filming out for London? Uh, I, um, I don't know. Or Impact? Yeah. Well, I know that on, it, on, it, on Dynamite they made a thing about them coming from Nashville. Whether that was me just catching the wrong end of the still. Well, that's where, whether, I don't know whether that's where Don Callis and Mega are from, but I've got a feeling they said something about getting the helicopter and they were getting it from Nashville. So, uh, Well, that, that, was, that was the whole Dixie Carter link, isn't it? Uh, Shall we go through the highlights of what actually happened in the interview? And so, uh, yeah. Josh Matthews goes into Omega's Lex Express. <laughs> <laughs> To, to interview Callus and Omega. Callus changes the nameplates from Moxley to Omega. Um, Omega jokes that Matthews is close to Ambrose, which I thought was quite weird. I thought it was good. Um, Callus says that this started 27 years ago when he was trained by the Golden Sheik, who's Kenny Omega's uncle. Uh, Callus says it was always the plan for him to call Omega matches in New Japan, go to Impact. Call Omega's matches in AEW. Um, Callus then takes credit for helping the idea of AEW to be a thing when he booked um, Jericho vs Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, Callus says he's set, um, setting the course of history by getting Kenny Omega the, the AEW Championship, and that he and Omega made history. Um, Matthews says the way Omega won on Wednesday may have tarnished the win. Omega reclines, saying he's won matches all over the world. Uh, as far as he, as, as far as what he's doing in Impact, because he can, and two, because he's a collector, and the Impact titles look nice, he said, and he likes to travel the world. And then they say, yeah, they've, they've got big plans for Dynamite, which just turned out to be a replay of this. Interview, basically, not a replay, but Callus was basically word for word. I thought. I thought that too when I watched yeah, it. Earlier. Same. Um, we, me, and my mate was saying that that it was. It felt very samey, but I think yeah, it's the benefit of those I guess who didn't watch. Um, Impact got a rating. They got two hundred twenty thousand viewers. They usually get one hundred sixty thousand, so it was up like fifty percent. I think the Twitch stream usually gets like 3,000, but we got 50,000. So that was up a lot. Whoa. And I think they've put this episode on their YouTube channel and it's got about a quarter of a million. So. Doing right then, isn't it? So, so it's still about half of what Dynamite got last week. But So for the benefit of them, other half. Probably was probably they did. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that they just 
go over it again just so people can see it and make sure yeah. that people get the point. But I did think they were going to make some kind of further announcement, but obviously they did tease that. You know, yeah. I thought they're not ready for it. Yeah, I think a couple of things came out of it. Um, certainly sounds like it's not like a one-and-done thing between AEW and Impact, which was being reported that this would just be a one-time deal. And Omega saying he's a collector and he likes the Impact titles. Impact, um, Omega doing a belt collector gimmick could be fun. I wonder, I'd, I'd imagine that this is going to go somewhere like that because he's been posting a lot of pictures on his socials as well of him, uh, like his head photoshopped onto... Um, I've got a can't remember who's, uh, which wrestler it was, uh, but he's photoshopped his head onto somebody else's head. But it has loads of belts. No, things. Austin Aries did it recently. Was it? Was it? Uh, no, it wasn't Austin Aries. Uh, in, in, oh, oh, Japanese wrestler. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. Is it Ultimo Dragon. That's it. Yeah. I think it is That's Ultimo like Dragon. Eight, eight, eight titles. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Ultimo Dragon. Where he's got it all over his arms and everything. Yeah. Yeah, Thought Dragon. Yeah, but, um, so he's currently the AW and AAA Mega Champion. Um, there's a couple of dream matches that he's got to go after some of the big ones. Uh, but Impact Champion is Rich Swan. That could be a great match. Oh, that'd be good. How about some of these? So Omega versus um, Jacob Fatu for the MLW title. That'd be amazing. Omega versus, Omega versus Roosh for the Ring of Honor Championship. I was going to say, would they be working with Ring of Honor as well? Have they worked with Ring of Honor yet? Ring yeah. of Honor they used all Ring of Honor's production teams to put on all in yeah like, but, they, but since they haven't really they haven't worked since. with them have they yeah. um oh uh, they could work with NWA you could, you could definitely Nick, Nick Aldis versus Omega could be interesting oh, that'd be good. I definitely think he'd beat him as well you'd have to, a, there must be a, there must be a link with Pro Wrestling Gorilla and the Bandidos their champion the, that the wouldn't surprise me because the the books have got a really good relationship with them. Yes, I'm all <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, in, in Japan, um, Go Sinjo Zaki, I, I can't pronounce his name, is the Noah champion. That'll be an amazing match. Um, if they went, they'd go down the New Japan thing. Naito's champion at the moment, but he's facing Kota Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom. So <laughs> Kota Ibushi oh, wins. Oh, oh, history there. I was going to say, if you It'd be a bit of a hard one if they got a deal with Noah before they got a deal with New Japan. Oh my god. They do keep mentioning the seven star, like they mentioned the seven star. Well, Callis mentioned the seven star maker. So there's a, obviously, I think with with AW now, they love to sort of hit, put clues in that don't really raise your eyebrows until it actually Mm. happens. So, though, but the good thing is there's just so much excitement, isn't there still? I mean, um, I mean, I, like I say, I think maybe we've got a bit carried away of what I expected to happen on this show. But the good thing is that it doesn't need to happen. All these things that I saw like, loads of various podcasts were saying, oh, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen. They, whilst they all sounded fantastic, that it, it, I think it maybe just think, actually, do they need to do it straight away? I mean, it, there's, there's no harm in waiting. I think with storylines like this, with while they can be so brilliant, it's because they, they'll be like a, a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to kill it straight away, do you? No, definitely. You want to def- stretch, stretch it. Long term. Well, you can bring John Moxley back tomorrow and then have a big blow off. Oh, a hundred percent. I don't want to see that. Be good if Moxley just disappeared for a little bit and went away and had his child. But he's having isn't he? Yes, he's only just pregnant though, so he's been away for like six months. <laughs> is he? 
Yeah, I was going to say yeah, it'll be a while before he has oh, to be is it only, I thought he was a bit further along than that. But there's just so many, um, I'm not sure I mentioned it on the show the other day as well, but there's even, like, I'm, the, one thing I was thinking about as well is mm. Cody's obviously a big thing in AEW, but he's got, obviously got that stipulation now where he's not allowed to challenge for the AEW champion, but what's to stop him potentially going after the Impact Wrestling Championship? So there's, there's so many things of what they can do, how they're going to branch this out. But I guess that's oh, all Cody in. Cody went for it, and then Omega wanted the, the Impact Championship as well. We'll put both titles on the line, so it just gets around that stipulation. Oh, that's cool, yeah. That's a great show. This is all really exciting stuff, isn't it? Really? It's just title ways. I know we can't go for like Progress and ICW and OTT, but Red Pro's currently vacant because uh, David Starr got stripped, and so is like, TNT Extreme. I mean, that's, that's a wishful for local. <laughs> hey, look, right. I can make my own belt and he can come wrestle me for mine for the last <laughs> yeah. heavyweight title. He enters the kingdom. That pros are like a decent level belt. You could just. Well, they had a working relationship with New Japan, didn't they? Yeah. I think Red Pros could be in a really good. I think with. Um... Not to go into it at all, but we've obviously wrestling now at the moment, obviously with UK wrestling being wiped out for um well obviously with this year because of the pandemic um next year i think when it when it does restart which it will do in 2021 um the, i i don't know um i think there's there's opportunity for so many uk promotions to re to obviously rebuild and um and i think there's a chance for someone to almost overtake your big boys in progress and especially with them having working relationships with wwe someone like yeah. red pro who's got a great name as it is can really go to the next step and become that biggest promotion in, in um, in my opinion, in the country. Because I feel like at the moment, as I say, Progress have obviously had issues this year. We won't go into them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there'll be, I think there's room for someone like Red Pro to really grab that brass ring, so to speak, <laughs> and go to and become that big promotion in the United Kingdom and and um, get us get us back onto a get us back in the right direction. Because I think yeah, it's not been a great year for for UK wrestling. It's um, there's so many talented wrestlers out there in the country um, and it'd be great to get going and I think there'll be a fantastic promotion that can get us back on get us back in the right direction again yeah, I, was, I was looking around a bit like other biggish promotions in the UK who have and seen who their champions were like uh, Attack Pro is a car noir that'd be a great match against <laughs> that'd be an uh, interesting match against Kenny Omega uh, Riptide Spike Trevay yeah uh, Rise Underground is Big F and Joe that'd be <laughs> Lance Rivera versus Kenny Omega. Why is everyone denying me this? It'll be like um, Br- yeah, uh, no, like the Lance Rivera Championship. The Lance Rivera Heavyweight Championship, yeah. BBG Wrestling Championship. There we go. There we go. There it That's is. the one. There it is. <laughs> right. Well, I'm calling you out now, Kenny Omega. You want to collect belts? Well, <laughs> I've got a belt. Let's have it. I mean, Don <laughs> Don Caddis at ringside. Well, I guess <laughs> I'll have to have Stacey Rose at ringside. Oh, no, I thought it was on your side. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to say, that you, you, I, I knew what you wanted, I knew what you were hinting at, but I'm not going to give you the pleasure. Not after um, the behaviour you've put out tonight. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Thursday night. <laughs> I am Mr. Thursday night, I am Mr. Brucey Bonus, I am the star of this podcast. Not you, Nick. Well, I didn't realise, though, of, um, going back to it, Don Callis... Um, mm. I mean, there's me having to do my own research because 
uh, as I said, I've never, I've, but I didn't realise that he actually stepped away from wrestling for that length of time and then returned to New Japan. I thought that was really good, the way he start, told the story uh, yeah. of getting back into it and the fact that I do love the fact that it's him that is getting all the credit for AEW. Um, that it, and um, I'm just really, I'm really excited to see that people like Cody, the Bucks, to see what their opinions are all going to be this. And like I say, they didn't need to like do it all in one night. Like, like I love the fact that when obviously before Young Bucks had their tag match that, or I think it was post their tag match, you could be wrong on Dynamite that they did drop the question to them of um, uh, Mara's what Mara's sorry did drop the question of uh, uh, what do you think have you spoken up? We haven't spoken to him all week. He's not. And it was as simple as that. They got on with it. Yeah. Like we we obviously will get to the bottom of it, but the fact that then they didn't have him coming out later on in the show because that could wreck a potentially good thing in a few weeks' time. So, um, I thought like yeah, they they've set up some very 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 good groundwork, and now it's like the case of just in, as I said as I mentioned on on the on the previous podcast, it's a case of enjoying the ride. And I think it'll be a, I think it'll be fantastic. This is all set up for. Uh, and I really am generally excited. I think usually though, I'm, I'm not going to, what, what, usually just to be fair as well, I have still have got, um, obviously hints of a, uh, how can I put it? Um, obviously also nervous at the same time of how excited I am. And that's just not just to make any digs at WWE, but whenever obviously mm. something go right, whenever something fantastic happens, WWE, like with the fiend, like with other storylines we've seen, <laughs> yeah. I always do get a bit carried away and then it ends up, there's usually some disappointment along the way. So I'm not going to say AEW will do everything perfect. So I'm sure there will be some hiccups along the way that we don't agree with, um, which I am nervous about still, regardless of the promotion. So, but um, as I say, let's see what, let's see what we, let's see what they throw at us and let's see. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to where, where this does go. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm, I'm still hoping some type of crossover pay-per-view where they do like a champions versus champions thing. Cause I just want to see the Good Brothers versus the Young Bucks. I like it. Like a oh, Bullet Bullet Club reunion type match. Definitely, yeah. I think there, there definitely will be. I reckon. Maybe like I think cause I did. I think I saw a, a previous on another podcast. There was talking about Blood and Guts. Yes. Like fun. you could have like Team Omega versus Team Moxley. Um, oh. Where Omega leads the um, AEW guys in. Uh, sorry, beg your pardon. Omega leaves the um, Impact guys, and yeah, and then Moxley Ooh. leaves the AW guys, and then there's also the, all sorts of crap in that. If you wanted to then take the storyline to another level, you could then have someone turn on turn on like AW and then join Impact and what have you. I know that does scream very invasion. Austin, turn on, yeah, Austin turn on WWF, but there's ways you can get around. You don't have to do it to the to, to the very copy cat almost. You could even do it with like. There's ways you can't. There's obviously there's only so much you can do with turning on in a five and five match, but there's ways you can get around yeah. it. There's ways you can mix it up. So, hundred <laughs> percent. But just don't do. You don't have someone get involved with four different people amongst different teammates to try and set up four potential different matches further on down the line. <laughs> nah, I'd be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> this is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. Sammy Callahan, and you're listening to Broken but Glorious. What are your thoughts of Sting then? What do we want? What do we want from Sting in AEW? Sting is here. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you like how dismissive he was with Cody last week? I thought it was interesting. It's definitely leading to something, isn't it? I got proper goosebumps when he um when he obviously said the line. I think it was something on the lines of. You're not the reason why I'm here. 
and then just looks up and then Darby Allen yeah. on the top of the seat. And it, I know, again, I was, this is a bit before, cause, uh, this is obviously a bit before people I speak to, like my brother, um, he sort of, sort of said, yeah, it really reminded me of Sting back in the day when he would be at the top of sort of the stands and everything. So, uh, yeah, almost Sting, like... Sting did not wrestle for basically a year. He was literally just sitting in the high stands or in the... In the, the, the oh, yeah, he was just what sitting in the box, wasn't he? He'd sit at the top of the stadium or he'd sit in the rafters. Yeah, rafters, that's what I was trying to think what the word was. Yeah, 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 yeah just watching the NWO waiting for his time to strike. And then he did turn up and it was a bit disappointing one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. His um I, lo- I love his theme tune as well. Um I think they um it, it does fit the whole steam. I think it's like sort of um I like I really like the uh, the entrance video. I, I like that he's all... a bit he's a bit grey as well, he hasn't gone like jet black hair like he was in WWE, it? I like the snow. Yeah. It's the winter is coming. I don't I don't get what the snow is about for Sting. I was, I was thinking to myself, it never used to snow when he walked to the ring. But... <laughs> Mixing it up. Adapting to the times like Jericho. Reinventing what's snow himself. got to do with being stung, though? It's Christmas. But he's a, but he's a scorpion. <laughs> well, I, think, I, I just presume it went with last week's episode called The Winter, winter Is Coming. I know. Is he yeah. winter, then? I've, not, I've never seen... <laughs> I've, I've I've never seen a Game of Thrones. Does that make him winter? I think, yeah, it was more just uh, a quote. Yeah, <laughs> winter just coming. Well, if it snows when he turns up, I, su- I suppose. Have you never seen winter. Game of Thrones? Quite easily. Am I the only one here who hasn't seen Game of Thrones? I've watched every episode of it. I loved it. I didn't like the final episode, but I, I did. Like, I don't like the first final series. They seem to have rushed the. They go, oh, instead of doing the 10, we'll do 6. I'm just scrapping. Just yeah, rushed. agreed with that. Did love one of the episodes, but yeah. But yeah, sorry, it's not. Did you see his his first match possibly being like a six-man tag? Teaming with Cody and Darby against Team Taz. So that would be cool. Revolution, is that the first one? That's February, February, isn't it? February, yeah. They might do so. I think they've got like um, names coming up. Like they've got... um. Two New Year shows back to back on the 30th and the. Got a Christmas, um, Christmas bash or something as well. Why would you put it on pay per view? I don't, I don't get it. I, I, yeah, I, I can see them waiting. Maybe they might start him hanging pay. around. Yeah, I'm not in a massive rush to see him fight. I just love seeing Sting, really. Just... You think they'll have him do the, uh, the classic drop in Sting where he's in the harness? <laughs> oh, I'd love that. I'm just looking forward to seeing him hit people with the baseball bat. It's still debate whether he could actually take a bump, wasn't he? He definitely could. He's been asking for a match, hasn't he? Yeah, could it be a cinematic match rather than a live in-the-ring match? No, I reckon it's just going to be a normal in-the-ring match. That's why I think hiding them in a six-man tag might be the way to go, so it doesn't expose them that much. I have a feeling with the cinematic matches, I think they might not be around for, for much longer. So um, I feel like 2020 was the year of cinematic. I feel yeah. like when we, yeah, I think we probably, probably get some a few few in 2021. I think now they've set the ground for it. There's definitely scope for it, especially on television shows, uh, like Dynamite and stuff. There's definitely scope to have. T- uh, I, have <laughs> I have heard on a few podcasts today where they wanted to have a cinematic match on the Hardy compound. 
purely so he gets thrown into the lake of reincarnation and comes back as 90s surfer stink impacts joker stink <laughs> oh my god i don't want that <laughs> i don't want to see impact joker sting ever again i do like his shirt though i do like the merch the, the aw sting shirt fast fastest selling shirt on pro wrestling teams of all time as well oh really i read that uh, um I, I don't gonna... like how big the AEW logo is on it. I think that's quite cool. Uh, I think it sort of makes a point that I know it sounds a bit childish making the point that he's in AEW, not WWE or whatever. But um, I quite like it. I think um, I, so I like to make shirts. sure that you know. Yeah, well, I think this looks quite cool. Like, um, I think um, yeah, I think it's just quite cool. Chris Jericho has already teased the match. Have you seen that? He made like a fan made image on Instagram of. Him as Sting and then him as the pain maker. I did see that and um, that would be great. But I've also seen a lot of like people on Twitter kicking off about it. And there's there's always this thing with AEW when they bring in like a, a legend. There's always sort of these tweets. Not saying people like, not, and this is not me saying this. Everyone goes mm. crazy about it. But you get you get a few people on Twitter who sort of again this is this kind of war between WWE AEW. People who just either like one brand or the other, which I think is nonsense because they're both in, they're both brilliant brands in different ways. But anyway, there's sort of tweets like, um, "Oh, when WWE brings back a legend, everyone everyone moans about it. When AEW when AEW brings back a legend, they're uh, they're obviously delighted and they're they're not taking anyone's spot. But whenever WWE brings back a legend, they're taking someone's spot." Sort of so if 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 Sting comes in and beats Kenny Omega, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the world title then in two minutes like, or something yeah, yeah. then then yeah well, that's a bit suspect, if, 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 they, if they got if they got <laughs> is it just me you could see him having a match with Kenny Omega I could see it but I just I, uh, the only way I'd like to see it is he won't win it, it. Yeah, no I hope not I, I only like to see if it's almost the case of that they're trying to get that belt back to AEW and Cody or whoever Tony Khan's literally on his le- on his knees going you're our last hope Basically, almost saying we, we need to, we're going to have to go to, we're going to have to go rogue almost. We're going to have to get an experienced head to get that belt back. We need to take dress, drastic measures almost to. to <laughs> I'm going to inject AEW with a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> All I thought in my head as you said that, the whole time you were saying when he's going to go to extreme measures, I was waiting for you to go, he's going to inject it with a lethal dose of. Poison. Well, maybe then, maybe the NWO will, maybe the NWO will come out as well to help. Down, 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 down. That reminds me of the clip I've just seen on um doing the rounds on Twitter. Actually, it's um uh seeing all these old people now that have been vaccinated, and it's them. You know, when the NWO came out of WrestleMania 31, <laughs> Triple H is there looking shocked. All these That's old it. people walking around this street now they're vaccinated, <laughs> high fiving each other, <laughs> giving each other. The two sweets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when we get, when's the NWO going to come back and inject a lethal dose of poison into WWE? <laughs> I think they're, they're going to be in the hall of. Weren't they supposed to be in the hall oh, of fame? Oh God! Christ, yeah, they're going to be in the hall of fame. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Hold on. Would that does that make? All of them two-time Hall of Famers. I think it makes X-Pac a three-time Hall of Famer, doesn't it? <laughs> Shit, yeah. He's not, he's, not ex- he's not by himself, though. Oh, is he not? Oh, he's really got in time. Get him in, get him in as a four-time one. <laughs> you could have the X-Factor going as well. Oh, my God, and the one, two, three kid as well. <laughs> I can see him going in as the one, two, three kid by himself. 
one, two, three, kid. X well, it was park, the um, sixth park. I think he should go on his own, given it was the biggest upset of all time on Raw. And X Factor should go in just for their amazing team tune. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with the X Factor. Uh, uh, I don't know the rest of this one. I have a <laughs> I want it, I want it. Oh, a bit of a sidebar. Um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but kind of a bit on Chris Jericho. Did any of you do that Spotify war thing? No. Rap. Oh, yeah. No, I don't have Spotify. Here's a controversial one for you all. I use Apple Music. Oh, my. Is that what used to be, oh, called, I- that what used to be called iTunes? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I pay £10 a month. I need to do- listen to whatever. I'd, yeah, same as Spotify there. I'd, I did do the top five, um, I did do the top five and, uh, the top five thing it gives you of all the stuff you've listened to over the year. Yeah. BBG was number one. Hooray! Hooray! And, um, number boys, two, boys, um, boys. Number, t- uh, number one wrestling, number one song I've listened to was Judas and Judas. Yeah, oh God. The thing yeah, is though, you can also look at dates and stuff of when you've listened to it. And apparently it was after, um, it was uh, after the recent show, that one I stayed up to watch back in November. Yeah. Um, it was literally listened to it ten times the next day. <laughs> Why? I just loved it. Just hearing the crowds sing it, it just really got me pumped. And I just kept listening to Judas it. Judas in. Judas in my mind. Let me go, 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 man. Judas in. Judas, Judas in my mind. Oh, Joel, who's 15, his number one song was Judas as well. Uh, <laughs> you have so the you same music, 15-year-old. <laughs> there was also some Blink-182 and Bowling for Soup in there as well. Which songs, though? Ooh. Was it Alexa Bliss? That was, it was my mate's number two song, actually, if we discussed it the other day. It was oh um, <laughs> Stacey's <laughs> mum. Um, Layla. Uh, Alexa Stacey's Bliss. <laughs> Billy Stacey's, Jean. Do you, want, do you want to guess what was our Joel's number two? Because he's 15 years old. Alexa massive, Bliss. Massive <laughs> cheesy hit from the 80s. Ooh. Girls just want to have fun. Worse, cheesier. Um, cheesier? Oh, um, CLRV. It was a meme a couple of years ago, an email meme. Oh, um, oh working what? nine to five? Never going to give you up by Rick Astley. Oh, a, second a few years ago. What's he doing to that? Oh, what's that song? It's well good. Banger. I do like it, but I only like it because it was more banter when it. it used to come on. Like, it would go, oh, it would be like, these people would prank you going by, oh yeah, you're just about to sign this amazing footballer from the Belgian league, and then it would come on to that song. I think his third song was Kenny Omega. There was another wrestling song, and there was a marshmallow song. I think it was Mine, mine was De- yeah. Devil, Devil and I, Slipknot. Something, uh, else, something else, Slipknot. <laughs> a bit of a Slipknot fan, then. Jesus. They are a great, they are a great band. A little, straight, a little strange, all, my, four of my top five songs of the year were Slipknot, but then they were like, they were like my fifth most listened to song, like band. The Google Dolls were number one, and then it was Stone Sour, then Third Eye Blind, Linkin Park, and then Slipknot were number five, but then the top, all the top songs yeah. I'll show you. I don't know how it works <laughs> but anyway <laughs> I know off the top of my head my most listened to album this year that mm. that was um, Foolish Loving Spaces by Blossoms 
Well, I did, I did. I did say I was going to try and get new music this year. Then I looked at that and I was like, "You haven't even tried because they're still like the same. They're your same five Feral Counts from twenty years ago, and you still listen to." Then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a baby metal. I've kind of, I've kind of got into a bit this year. Yeah, good. I know a lot of people who like baby metal. Just, don't really do it for me. I didn't get it until I started listening. <laughs> if you like, if you like little Chinese girls singing over heavy metal, it's quite interesting. <laughs> Anyway, uh, wrestling. <laughs> Have you got like a one dream thing you want Sting to do as dream match in AEW, and then we'll wrap up. Um, I'd like to see him wrestle Kenny Omega. I'd like to see him wrestle The Undertaker. Piss <laughs> off. I'd like to see him wrestle. Um, I think I think it's with Darby. I know it's already hinted at, but yeah, definitely signed with Darby Allen, both maybe as a men as a competitor turned into mentor. Um. And then tag team, because of him is just, yeah, just signed with Darby Allen. I mean, I'd like to see that as a dream going forward as well. He's obviously no, there's no secret. He's just signed a long-term contract. So I'd keep it going, even as, it, even as like a, a recurring thing going forward with Darby Allen. Yeah, that'd be amazing. As long as Darby Allen gets pushed over as a mega star, then I don't think he gets pushed made. over. You want to see Darby <laughs> Allen be pushed over? Yeah. What's wrong with you? I mean, you fall over anyway. I mean, I've seen that guy in New Orleans. Oh, I was at New Orleans when I saw him wrestle. Oh. Uh, but he uh, nearly killed himself by diving. Like, he literally came out. I was like, oh, this guy's supposed to be amazing. And he's just dived off the top rope and looks like he's broken his neck. Um, yeah. What's that in the Super Thunder Bastard? Yeah, Bastard. the Thunder Bastard. <laughs> well, he came out and um, literally was funneled over. Then he fell down. I was like, that guy's been down for quite a while. Then we saw uh, Glenn Joseph that was on commentary at the time for Progress got up and helped him to the back. So, mm. and then... Yeah, as because um, uh, that day we had tickets for loads of shows that well, three shows that day, and then the next show after was evolved, and uh, they're like before the show started, like Darby Allen will not be competed. <laughs> so they literally, I think it, it was like a bloodbath that day. I think I kept off and just kept dropping out. He needs some milk. <laughs> yeah, he, he dropped out, and then um, yeah, so I think it meant like some of the progress guys had to like just continue staying on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bless you. You got to go to see WrestleMania. Oh, my heart breaks for you. I will be, I'll go back one day. Yeah, you'll be asking me for my autograph. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that guy. I never knew him. Never knew him. Don't know who he is. <laughs> Lance, before we go, do you want to flog your t-shirts? <sighs> yeah, sure. Um, they're available at onesrevera12.bigcartel.com. They are beautiful. They are lovely. They are high fabric quality t-shirts I am one Chris, Chris can Chris can back me up why are you not buying them will they be shipped in time for Christmas that's the question yeah of course they'll be shipped in time for Christmas two weeks definitely 100% I, I swear <laughs> well, if you buy it like... we'll find out won't you I'll better put it on my Christmas list yeah you better add and your birthday list you should buy one for you you should buy one for your mum you should buy one for your dad you should buy one for your, your, your your brother's cat sister. Do you do them in kid sizes? No, but I can get a pair of scissors. To... <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can make them kids. <laughs> I'll be wearing mine in February when you come out in the rumble. I'll be standing up on the front row, second row probably. <laughs> yeah. Cost extra money to be on the front row. <laughs> I'll buy one. You bastard! They've been sat in my um, suitcase for the past like three months, waiting what? for someone to buy them. Aww. Waiting for shows to come back. Aww. I was thinking to myself the other day, if this behind closed doors shows happen, do I take them anyway just to see if I can flog them on the street? Flog them to like a seagull or something. 
flogging like Delvoy out of a suitcase. The <laughs> best sad. I'm, I'm looking at you all now. You best be buying t-shirts this holiday season. All proceeds go to the Help Rivera Foundation. <laughs> and you'll hear more about your career next week because we're doing a frontline interview. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we are. We are doing a frontline interview next week on the 17th. We are. Jackson, Claire, Stacey, Rose, Lance Rivera, unite once more. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've ever wanted to hear free, a load about me. The poor listeners hear me every week and now they get to hear more about me. Do you know what? I say poor listeners, but how lucky are they? They've had two of me this week and they've had two of me next week. <laughs> yeah, so next week we are doing our end of year quiz again with Mad Dog Mike Angus and Stu Palmer from the Stu's Wrestling Podcast against the United team of Nick and Lance. Well, never before, never, before, never again. Never again. <laughs> What's our theme tune? Can we have the, can we have the Killian Dane and uh, Drake Maverick theme tune? No, we can have my <laughs> theme tune. That way Barrett can go, what's this bloody music? <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick, we have my theme tune. I'm the leader here. We have my music. Whoa, whoa, who said you were the leader? I'm the I tag did. team champions. <laughs> it's like when The Rock walked out on TV with his t-shirt with the captain sticker on it, and you're like, yeah, no, I'm the captain now. Whoa. I'm the captain, Nick. You come out to my music. My music only. We'll do it. What? I'm, I'm the only wrestler here with music. You can't just start <laughs> stealing people's music. Yeah, we only come out to mine because I'm the only one with music. No, you see, because I made a deal. With, um, with Dave Benson Phillips we can come out to the uh, old theme tune of uh, Get Your Own Back <laughs> I think you Ready Steady Cook Which is... Jeez, that's Aisley Harriet <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I thought that, oh I thought it was oh god I can't oh Dave Benson Phillips was on Playhouse Disney wasn't he yeah he was as well yeah there we go <laughs> I don't even remember the opening to um, Playhouse Disney he was on Get Your Own Back more famously <laughs> <laughs> no, Playhouse Disney went out to loads more people than Get Your Own Back. I've never seen Playhouse Disney. I can remember. Yeah, but you, you're too old, man. Oh, I do remember it. But it was, yeah, it was, um, yeah. I used to love him because he was, he was called Big Dave. He used to have like, that clown as well that was on Jojo Circus. No, no I they were <laughs> If anyone yeah. remembers Jojo Circus. Tune in for this. Oh, Jojo Circus. Jojo. It's Jojo. Jojo Circus. Jojo. Jojo Circus. That's our theme tune. Jojo a lion. No, Jojo. No, that was a Shadow Pet Lion. Oh, such a good show. I'm going to watch it after this. It's going to be an amazing show next week. Jojo. Jojo. Are we all going to get drunk? Oh, no, I've got work the next day. I can't. We're not encouraging fun. <laughs> I have all the questions are already done. Right, so if I pay for you a five, it's going to be fun. Just throw it. a microwave, uh, microwave, a microphone, and then we'll hit them over the head with it, and then we'll just do a Don Callis and run, run like scolded dogs. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to Nigel Lawson, it's a microwave. Ooh. Yeah, you know it's fancy, isn't it? Microwave. Microwave. Now the big news is: Have you got a um? Have you got a um? Have you got a jingle for the quiz next week? <laughs> it's the quiz. It's the quiz. It's the Christmas Christmas quiz. I was just gonna put jingle a, a jingle sound over a normal intro. 
Is it all wrestling or is it about the show as well? <clears throat> it's all wrestling in 2020. Okay, so it's not going to be like, how many listens did this podcast get? No, just no. Okay. Just that, that's it. Yeah, okay. just 2020 wrestling. Oh god, I better start reading Wikipedia. <laughs> Nick, if we lose, I'm blaming you, even if it's my fault, it's your fault. You best be good next week. <laughs> I promise. You promise? Maybe I might sabotage it. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? Judas. Judas, Tim. Judas. <laughs> 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 Don't know, funny. <isn't> it? <laughs> that J, J from between his gift. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> do that Why would you time. do that? Funny. Funny. <laughs> you were skid marks. Should we finish it? <laughs> yeah. You've been eating cat food again, Sam. <laughs> Oh, it's just dear. a wee. It was a wee. Just a wee. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. If you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. And our website is bbgwrestling.com. Oh, especially if you want more content. Have like a nice this. Christmas. It was just a wee. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. It was just a wee. <laughs> That's my outro. That's why I'm ending it. It's just a wee, I swear. Done with it.